Brand new episode three is from the ring. Of course, this your boy Chris J. Got the boy Trail Sav, Tyler in the background. Yo. Alright, we all here. It's been a minute. Well, no, we, we actually, this is the first time in we recorded back to back weeks. But we didn't record on, last week. Yes, we did. What we talked about. Uh, What did I name? I remember naming. No, we did not. You're right. I'm about not. to say, because I want to finally remember if I fell asleep or not. Yeah, you're right. Take that back. We didn't record last week, but we got stuff to talk about this week at least. Wrestling wise, we got to talk about backlashes this week. Um, we'll talk about the predictions for that. Um, Daniel Bryan is somewhere, and the question of the AEW do anything happened is in question as well. Then with basketball, which we're going to start in right now, a lot has happened. We're about to enter. Um, the last week of the season so a lot of drama seating battles and stuff like that is in the horizon but like how we have to kind of start most basketball talk with the eventual lakers conversation so currently lakers are the seventh seed ad has been playing starting to look like anthony davis and he hasn't looked like anthony davis even before the uh the calf injury so he's starting to look like AD. Um, LeBron is back as of tonight uh, when they play. Who the hell nope. are they playing? He's not coming out. They game. He said he ain't coming back. He definitely will go against the uh, the Pacers. Like because AD pulled out tonight too. So it's looking like Bron said I ain't gonna play. Hey, they sat there and said, "Hey, let's just hold on to the seventh seed, man." Beat <laughs> the Rockets without. They low key can, but they don't got shoulder either. Yeah, they had Kuz and Drummond. Kuz has been showing up for like one quarter. He the game. reason they won. He the reason they won against the Knicks yesterday. Him man, uh, Tucker. Tucker said, yeah, "Hey, look, man, I'm going against D Rose, man. I got, I got to show, show the young guy what it was." Like, yeah, bro. Like, what fellas? I'm not worried about them. You know. As long as they're healthy, that's the health is the only thing that's that's in question. The best thing the Lakers got going on for them is the play in Now I don't know what's the fucking goal of wanting to see the Clippers in the first fucking round. I don't know why every team wanna see the Clippers in the first fucking round. Rondo got that team looking like a well oiled machine. Don't go against the Clippers in the first fucking round. Hey, they got Mavs fans and Blazers fans like, ooh, 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 we should go. No. The last team you want to go against right now. Now, if you can get in a situation in which you can beat the Nuggets in the first round, then yes, they don't got they don't got um Jamal Murray. So you ain't got to really worry about them unless Michael Porter Jr. You know plays like a first round pick. Well, you but, know Kuzma, Michael Porter Jr. sees Kuzma and turns into legit to Kevin Durant. So 
But in terms of like, like um, the Lakers, in, like the the last team you want to see in the first round is the Clippers. You want to wait till at least the second and or the conference finals because that is the only team that legitimately has a case to beat you. That's it. There's no other team that if I'm the Lakers, I'm scared of. The Suns just got slapped. Yeah, the Suns been on the skid lately. Yeah. We don't know if Donovan Mitchell come back during the playoffs or uh, after the first round. Who knows? Um, when you look at fucking Denver, that's easy. So then you look at Blazers, that's a sweep. You look at the Mavs, you might have one Luka game in which he do to everybody and so, hey, I'm here. And um, <laughs> and then you look at somebody like, who else? I think you named all the teams. You know, what, in the play-in, you got to beat the Warriors? Uh, My the play-in, the, for them, the play-in, okay, so let's just say the Lakers stay at seven, the Warriors stay at eight. They play, so they they will play the determine. So okay, the seven eighth seat plays. If the seventh and seventh seat, whoever wins that game, locks into the seventh seat. So like if the Lakers somehow lose, they're the eighth seed. Um, and then but if the Lakers win, they remain the seventh seed. They locked in. The eighth seed has to play the winner of nine and ten. So yeah. Man, look, okay. If I'm the Warriors, I mean if I'm the Lakers, I look and I eat that playing tournament. It's not it's just the only thing is the lack of rest that they had, they will have to 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 play more again. They'd be they'll probably play more games than anybody played this season, right? Probably like one game. But still, it's better <laughs> if they touch this plan than to not touch this plan. Don't go against the Clippers in the first round. Am I confident that the they will lose against the Clippers? No. I don't I think basketball is better when the Lakers beating the Clippers. But in a sense of, you know, in a sense of there's a better chance in the Lakers losing to anybody, the Clippers is the last. You got to see if they got a chink. They, they, the chink in their arm. The last team, I mean, the last big problem they had was the fact that they had no person to control the basketball. The biggest problem they had. Rondo came in, he got that offense going. He even got Boogie looking tolerable. You got to see what the chink is. It's not going to be, oh, Paul George and Papi. Fuck that. You still got to deal with Kawhi. If Paul George averaged 18 points a game, they still probably win with Kawhi averaging fucking 29. And Luke Kennard averaging like 11 or 12 or 14. Things of that nature. And Serge Ibaka isn't back yet, too, which is another situation that you have to worry about, not only on offense, He's a reliable, but also on defense, where he's extremely reliable. So you have to look in that situation. I think size, they're better than the Lakers are better than everybody in the league in terms of yeah. size, in terms of in terms of uh, being able to 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 guard the paint efficiently. 
It's just about that perimeter. And Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, even though Kawhi Leonard don't play off the perimeter as much as Paul George, Paul George play off that motherfucker. And he's successful against the Lakers off that motherfucker. So it you don't want to go against them in the first round. That's that's you shouldn't think about that. Now, if you could find a way to get the Nuggets in the first round, that's good. You just will see the Clippers in a second, right? Uh, for the Lakers at this point, they're either going to be seven or six at this point. So no matter what you, so if you go seven, you see the Clippers no matter what second yes. round. Yes, unless yeah. they tank. <laughs> unless and they, they tank, and then because the the easiest road is literally the Jazz path. Which is, yeah. with and honestly, the AD owns Gobert's soul for some goofy ass reason. So, like you see, you beat you beat the uh, them, and then you get the winner of the Nuggets and either the Blazers. That either that it, it, it either could be the Blazers or the Mavericks at five. No matter what, it was I would I would speak to this because a lot of people said enjoy the play in. Do you really think the Lakers worried about a playing tournament against those teams? No. I don't think anybody understands that the only downside about that playing is the wear and tear that will have on somebody's body who's coming off of a high ankle injury and a motherfucker who calf. Who literally, everybody thought he probably tore his Achilles as well, right? So when you when you think about that, that's the only reason. But in that in this aspect, I think a playing would be better. Because you have to build chemistry at this point. Chemistry is fucking needed. I know you got Braun. I know you got Mark Gasol. Them two can play with anybody. But chemistry is still needing to find out what the fuck Andre Drummond's job is. Because at the moment, he's still a minute. It is what it is. I'm not going to say he sucks. Because in some games where his size matters. Size and rebounds. And his ability to get rebounds. It matters, right? You think about some people believe, and I'm about to hit on that boat too. They literally got drumming for the Nets, and, and taste it, it has to be a war in which every possession matters. Drumming works well because everybody that has somewhat size on the Nets are gonna have to guard AD. So if Drummond can't get a bucket in that situation, he deserves to play in, in, in the African League next year with J Cole. That's a fact. So if if you know, if he can't guard, if, I mean, if he can't get a score point in that situation, then that is what it is. But they got, they got, they they still got, they still got Caruso, which he's going to get snubbed from an all defensive team this year, which is okay. Um, you still got um, Talon, which is which is good. You still got fucking Wesley, not Wesley Matthews, folks on the bench. Um, ben, ben is it Ben McLemore? Yeah, Ben McLemore. I get him mixed up with the nigga from the Warriors who basically lost his job next season too. In baseball, <laughs> we'll talk about that nigga later. Yeah, he lost his job. <laughs> he lost his job. <laughs> but Kent Bay's more than you know. He still got so much depth that you can use. I think Marcus Saul is a crazy ass weapon in the Clippers series because I don't see Zubac dealing with that. No, like because. Ibaka is going to have to guard AD along with Kawhi. So I don't see Zubak dealing with that situation. Then the Schroeder's going to have a very hard time in that Clipper series, but Brian is going to be the person who you know controls that offense. They losing Dennis Schroeder was fucking big, by the way, because they still got to form chemistry with that nigga. Even though I believe Dennis Schroeder is a bucket, him playing with the bench and coming off pick and rolls off Montreal's Harold. Think- 
going to be there. Not coming off the bench, I mean playing with the bench. I don't think I think he, I think he has bench. in terms of recently, I think he has the best chemistry cuz you got to remember he played he was technically the number one option for a month. Yeah, I mean he do have the best chemistry with the team. But I mean there's a so it, it happened with Kuzma, right? It's still taking Kuzma time to find out what the fuck his role is on the Lakers. Because when you got somebody like Brian and AD coming in, you got what the fuck do I fit? Right? Like what do I'm not I'm I'm so used to taking ten shots a game, now my shit got whittled to five. Where the fuck do I go? So with them injuries that came in with Shooter well, and, and AD, I mean with with LeBron and AD, all those shots shooters were taking, he's still not gonna be able to take this many ass shots. Just because you gotta get both of them niggas going. Like the main focus in Lakers winning is Brown gonna get Brown gonna get you 25 on a bad night in the playoffs. It's fucking LeBron James. Unless they sweep it and he's gonna give you a nice 20 and get on that bench <laughs> and chill. But when you when you got Brian in contested games, he's gonna give you 25 because that's just the way Brian is. You ain't gotta worry about that. He's gonna get to the line, he's gonna make the ones that count, unless it's literally like in the fourth quarter, in which Brian just can't make a free throw to save his life. But he's gonna make the ones that's count throughout the rest of the game. You Gucci. The main success of a Lakers W is for you to get AD going. Just being the best player on that court, which he has shown that he can be. Fucking send Jotic to hell. So you <laughs> so you you he couldn't do that. He couldn't do that to the Knicks. That Knicks defense is fucking amazing. <laughs> the best defense in the league, damn that, bro. I don't know who's better than that nigga's defense, bro. That nigga, that nigga Thon Thibodeau don't know how to control. Like, how do he know how to just make a good defensive team, bro? That man just knows how to <laughs> mac- maximize talent. Yeah. No matter who it is. I used to think that nigga still checks. I don't think he still checks no, no more. No, well, the first <laughs> season, at the look, look, man, the formula is always consistent with Tibbs teams. First yeah. season is beautiful, man. Somebody's going to be an MVP, MVP candidate. You know, looking really fucking good. Derrick Rose, first year. You see the see the pattern. Yeah. Um, well nobody on Timberwolves was an MVP candidate. Uh no, Jimmy Jimmy helped him out a bit. Oh. They were the seventh seed. Um Yeah, it's the Wolves, bro. Yeah. I don't think the Wolves could be anything higher. They were making the playoffs at least. Uh then right with now. the Knicks. Then with the Knicks, first year, the Knicks back in the playoffs, top four seed. Julius Randle in the MVP conversation, all-star, you know, looking like the Julius Randle that I wanted Julius Randle to always be. It's the first year. Second year, somebody dies. <laughs> somebody somebody has to die. Because he has it. Well, his problem in the past was overplaying guys. But, he's not, but, I, but I think he kind of learned his lesson. Now, let me, let's look at real quick. How, how many minutes is Julius Randle playing right now? As much as he needs to play, because it's the fucking Knicks. That's also true, but let's look at his stats. He's averaging thirty-seven point three minutes a game. That nigga ain't learning shit. But like I said, as much as he has to, because he's the, it's the fucking Knicks. I know, but still, that nigga's playing thirty-seven. Which has an argument for six man, but I think that's literally going to folks, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah. You 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 have nobody else. RJ Barrett inconsistent at the moment. 
I still think he grows as a player. Definitely. He shows some hope. I never watched the Knicks game in which Obi Toppin was a fucking factor. So I, I can't have a comment on his ass. They they missing out on ain't noticed the well dealing with an injury right now. No, he he came back. He's been back a couple of games now. Yeah. Notice Noel is a big factor. Man, he is gonna get paid next year, bro. I don't know who paying him, he but he got paid like how he should have got paid years ago, but he told yeah. the Mavericks eat a dick. I think I get more money and they and he was a free agent till like training camp. That's that that's that Mavericks. I'm gonna use my white people talking skills to not make sure this nigga get a job, bro. Hey. He told but the no. Mavericks. He told the Mavericks, uh, I think I'm worth more than that. I think he was supposed to get like fifteen a year. He said, No, I think I can get more. But he he is worth more than that. Yeah. Uh, if I'm the Celtics I was just talking about, was just talking about the other day. The Celtics need to knock on somebody's door. Look, man, every, I, we're we're getting to a point. We're getting to a point and it scares me because I like what well, well, fuck the Celtics. I'm scared. I'm more scared for Jason Tatum because I like Jason Tatum. Yeah, well, he'll be wearing the purple and gold, so we'll continue. Hey. <laughs> but, uh, oh. but, uh, like, they, they looking like the uh, Blazers East. It's just yeah. different. It's Brad Stevens is actually a good coach. Yeah, folks over there starting checks for real, for real. I think he's a good coach. Yeah, if he want, if he want, if Brad Stevens could have, he could have left to got more no, money. I'm not to coach talking about he's stunning checks. I'm talking about folks in the Blazers stunning checks for real, for real. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that's why I'm like. That's why I, I kind of they need I to get swept. Like, kind of want the war the the Blazers to get their ass beat so they can show that he's not. He's still not gonna fire him because he got. No, they play. already said he's on the hot seat. Doing is get, they get to the playoffs. Bro, game. it was a wise bomb. G. What's the name of the Wizards coach? Scott Brooks. How long he been a Wizards coach? Too long. But Russ is saving his job. Russ and <laughs> Russ has saved that nigga job. Russ has saved that nigga job, bro. Because that nigga was probably gonna get fired to Russ caught fire. Bro, Scott Brooks it's got horrible. a fucking uh, uh, Italian mafia outside the owner of the goddamn Wizards uh, fucking office if he get fired. I believe. But like I don't, I don't think I don't think that nigga get fired, bro. He made the playoffs with that team too many times. Yeah, but gee, that don't mean shit if you ain't. If you don't mean the finals by now. I and think you you look at it. You look at it. They running into to teams that are better than them. They, they just, de- Blazers definitely running into teams that's better than them. Right. Yeah, well, but gee, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, that means bro, you maximize okay. all you can do. I, I give the Blazers excuse for the fact. A name Italian lost in the playoffs other than the fucking when they got out coached and out defense by New Orleans Pelicans when they was they had a chance of fucking winning. Name a time. There was never a time, but gee, to them. They but even, they but, even but gee, this is the thing. The, the, at the, after at this point, gee, Dame is Dame like, hey, that loyal that loyalty Dame shit ain't gonna that loyalty shit gonna be taken. Dan can't go back on his word. He said he want to be a blazer for life. That nigga. Hey man, a lot of people say they want to be a lot of things for life. G. He it was it was NWO for life, and look what happened. So hey, um, <laughs> I don't believe he go back on that word, man. Look, man, it may not be him, but if I'm an owner, if I'm the owner, franchise does not is not building a proper team. They're not building a team that's gonna get them. It's over it's home. it's not. But that's that's easier said than done in the NBA, bro. That shit relies on not only motherfuckers wanting to play in your market, but 
but only how you do in a draft. Like, and then the situation with their picks is not the fucking best because they spit shit on like Rodney Hood and stuff like that. And you can't blame the coach for that situation. So you like the Blazers in a nutshell, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't blame the coach for bad front office. Cause with the team that constructed, they should definitely be in a fucking play in. I know they teetering and tiring on it, but look at this shit, bro. If you look and tell me, like the reason, the reason the Spurs aren't in the play in because of their coach, right? That's just the fucking just, reason. We could look. We could look at that Spurs. They they're overachieving. Overachieving like a motherfucker, right? Young yeah, ass. Shows team. how great Pop is. And 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 only like I know he's not getting talked about now because it's not sexy to talk about Pop. But in this situation, if you look at that Blazers team, top to bottom, they got they got Enos Cantor playing quality center minutes. It's Ramadan too. And Ramadan. <laughs> And I swear, take a team trip it, to hey, we need, hey, I need, we need to look at Enos Cantor's career stats once Ramadan hit, because like his Ramadan hits in the NBA around playoff time, and it's the worst. Thing. I think he. Going on. I thought it, it already ended. No, I, I can end, but Ramadan's still going. I think. Yeah, so I need well, to know his stats around that time frame because I feel like that should be dropping. Ramadan, I know Kyrie been playing on uh, uh, Ramadan. They've been calling this nigga Ramadan Kyrie. You ain't been seeing the highlights of him balling in Muslim music? Shit fire. Shit fire, bro. Not even okay. Kyrie got some of the best highlights in the NBA, dog. We Real know shit. that. That's a, that's a gimme. It's, 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 to, uh, it's to Allah uh, prayer uh, tunes and all of that. Gee, that's, that's probably makes it hilarious. I need to see. I need to I see that. put that shit in chat. But, dog, that nigga Kyrie definitely got some bitches, bro. Uh, during Ramadan, um, uh, I don't know of any like UFC fighters has fought during Ramadan, but I know during this time. Oh, I gotta talk about the UFC event that's fucking What's coming up UFC Saturday. <laughs> I didn't know that I have UFC. to fucking pay for. But oh, dang! Thanks for reminding me because uh, we we <laughs> we gotta also re up uh, ESPN Plus. That year came up. Yeah, mid conversation during the pod, I had I canceled it before because I was like I was gonna break it was gonna break me, and I didn't want to see that text saying up that bread, <laughs> so I had to cancel. G. All right, we gonna talk about that one. We'll we talk about that after the pod. We gotta oh the my pod. god, bro! I can't wait till I hit the lotto. Um, oh, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Going back to this thing originally talked with the Lakers, I guess it's a whole Western Conference talk at the moment. Well, bottom Western Conference talk. Yeah. They don't have to worry. If you look at the Blazers, even though they overachieving, guess what? Not scared of them. The Warriors, you really got to last one Steph Curry mid-game. I don't think Steph Curry sent you the fucking God two games in a row. No. The team that you got constructed in which you only have to – Guard two players in Wiggins and Curry. Dig your bench versus they bench. Take them niggas home, bro. Kill them softly. And it's gonna be good to see the Warriors fans lose to LeBron again. That shit's gonna be amazing. But as a as as the Blakers, you only worry about the Clippers. Not to say you're scared, but you have to see how they play in the playoffs. To form a game plan against them niggas, cause y'all barely went against them this year. Well, 
well, each time they – outside the first game of the season, they haven't been healthy each time they play. Exactly. Football, so. So, and, you always, and LeBron always loses the first game of the season. <laughs> really last, fucking – look, man, last year was hilarious. LeBron said, give him one. Give you him one. You can look up that stat. That first game of the season shit is horrible. Um, they always lose. But um, going back to this, I'm, I'm I'm happy the Lakers is finally about to be healthy. Uh, we that injury probably shaved down a year in Brown's career. I personally believe that. Uh, and what I mean by that, AD gonna have to. It's 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 probably time for AD to take the reins. Yeah. Like legit, legit, and have Brian just be what Chris Paul is to, to them with just way more fucking money. Um, <laughs> uh, like seriously, no, I, I think LeBron still he has a, a type of a game where it would age like wine, a la of a Jason Kidd or a Chris Paul, in which nigga until they just decide to lead a the game, they're gonna be fucking straight. Um, yeah. but. Quick thought, right? So I was thinking to myself, I was thinking, right? Uh, this is, is an out of nowhere topic, but it's a good topic, right? And we get back to that later. And fuck wrestling. So just take time on wrestling. I'm cool with that. I'm about to have an anti-wrestling t-shirt anytime I come on this podcast. Cause fuck wrestling. Well, it is just because of Monday Night Raw. Oh, Re- every, all the wrestling outside of Monday Night Raw has been really, really fucking good. Monday Night Raw has been the worst shit I have seen in my whole entire life, bro. But I was thinking about this, right? And people was talking about, like, you know, they're in the five positions, except for center, there is literally no, like, there's no argument of who's the best in each position, right? Magic, Braun, and the smell. I mean, Magic, Jordan, Braun. Mike. Yeah, Magic, Jordan, Braun, Tim, Kareem. I say Kareem. Some people say Shaq. Other people say Wilt. That's why I said Kareem got the better resume than all them niggas. But those fat, the, the the center is always because you can look at somebody like Hakeem, Hakeem, and he was the most skilled center out of everybody. They look like somebody like Shaq. He was the most dominant. Wilt got video game stats. Bill Russell got more rings than everybody. So you know, when you look at somebody like Magic, there's such an underappreciation for Magic game. Because I was looking at Russell Westbrook, like, uh, um, triple doubles. Magic is third. The nigga played like 10 years, dog. He didn't play the, he he, didn't play the gee, game. No. AIDS took, 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 he was going to play another five years at least. He had Bro. another five years left. AIDS yeah. said, done. This is true, but how how long did Magic play? He played a good ten years. Yeah, like you just said, he played a good. Like he had a 10, 10, 11 year career, prime career, as in his prime, like ten years. He won a championship his rookie year, so yeah, that's his prime. No, <laughs> that's what I mean. But, but no, seriously, like when you talk about and, I, and I, this is another conversation I kind of want to bring in real quick. Who's that two? So if you say Magic one. If you say, you know, Magic is undoubtedly the best point guard of all time. Yes. Braun, Mike. In the center, in the center argument, you can't talk, right? Because that center argument is so it, fucking it, stupid. Flip flops too much. Flip flops too much. 
But for them other positions, who's the two? Who's the second best point guard of all time? Do you Steph. go Steph Curry? Yeah, I go Steph. All right, that's yeah. Second, the best shooting guard over time, of course you go Kobe. Yeah. Small four. Larry Bird. Larry KD. Bird and KD. You can flip-flop Larry Bird and KD. Now this, I asked you. can't flip-flop like, Larry Bird and KD. I was this in my head. And I was like, if you go KD, you go Bird. You go KD, you go Bird. If I was a t- if I was an owner, depending on what era I played in, and they was like, okay, on the draft right now, you got Larry Bird, you got KD. Then the next two players, we got to pick between one of them. Who the fuck you picking? Prime for prime. I know we ain't living that time, but come on, YouTube is a thing. Like we've seen, we've seen enough Larry Bird highlights where he just does some disgusting shit. I'm with, yeah, because it's, it's like you can't. It's not a slight not to pick Larry Bird though. It's not a slight not, but like literally, like it was. How can some, you live with yourself saying you pick Larry Bird over KD? I won't feel bad. Like <laughs> the coldest white boy ever, <laughs> and he talked shit like a nigga, and he wasn't racist. We don't know. How? Larry Bird's career also was short because he wanted to build a new driveway. But <laughs> them two niggas was dumb as fuck. Without the two niggas, basketball wouldn't be wildly as popular as it is now. But both of them niggas dumb. Magic shouldn't have been ripping in a Terry, and Larry Bird should have hired somebody to do his driveway. But, like, um, so if Katie's two, then who's the second best power forward of all time? Cause that's even bigger. Now, power right. forward is the, you go Dirk. You can go KG. You can. Charles Barkley has a Charles Barkley. Unfortunately, I, that piece of shit Carl Malone has a huge case. I'm not putting Big Malone. ass I'm sorry. I'm not putting. Uh, it's just a personal thing for me. After that shit that I seen the other day about him being a fucking pedophile and all this stuff, I'm not putting him in no best. We can talk. We can talk. We can talk. Carl alone being a pedophile all he wants to. But when that nigga did the pick and roll, he was unfucking stoppable. I can't just look at this. That nigga could be a mass fucking murderer. I'm still gonna be like that nigga can play basketball. Like, like same that thing dude, with Peter Lyons. Folks was like six two. Should took his ass to a basketball court, bro. When I'm I'm pretty sure he was hooping niggas. On Ramadan as well. Why do you know this? Look, Why do you know that he was six two? That is, I think he taller than that. I think my life fucking six. They said, oh, oh, they said Osama was like good six five, yeah. bro. Yeah, Osama bin Laden was tall as fuck, bro. Like that man should have been in the in the Saudi Arabia. I mean, that nigga uh, was a super basketball league. G. Ben Laden. I'm, I'm sure. using. I, the, uh, I'm really hoping using a private VPN while I search. Carl Malone did have. He's up there. He's definitely. Up I'm pretty there. sure from that. Man, ben Laden was six five. That nigga was broad. Man, what the fuck? Boy, Ben Laden was cold with it, bro. Let me not say that shit out loud. But man, <laughs> man, they <laughs> gonna was, bust through y'all the window. Imagine you telling Ben Laden, Ben Laden, Ben Laden, hey, bro, I don't want to hit. I don't want to do this today, bro. See me on the court. I'll go do that job. Which one? Oh, I'm gonna go do the job, Ben. Exactly. Uh, but no, don't with the Ben Laden jokes. But like, it's crazy that because I think a lot of I think basketball discourse has gotten weird because a lot of people have had to. One post on Twitter said, "Who would you take between Shaq and Tim Duncan?" Now. That really depends on what type of basketball fan you that, are. Bro, that discussion, I, I looked at it and I was like, 
I'm glad I was away from Twitter during this time frame because, bro. It was, it was, nobody had any logical things to say. A lot of people undoubtedly put Shaq, and I think Shaq is disrespected as a center. Yeah. In case of, like, even though he's an asshole, and it's because of probably his, his NBA TV shit that people be like, bro, fuck Shaq. But, and also he fucks with 12. Oh, definitely. But I, I, I try to keep that shit up out of it. But when you look at Shaq and what the fuck he did, bro, in a short time, now he did that shit too. Shaq, didn't, Shaq probably played a long time, but in terms of his fucking prime, what Shaq did in his prime from the time he probably left the Magic until nigga, the time he, he left the Heat. Nigga, he, his, his prime was once he made the finals. Okay, from the time he made the finals till he left the Heat, like, Shaq was different, bro. But you look at Tim Duncan, whenever the time Tim Duncan was bad, it's probably his last two years. I wouldn't even say that. I wouldn't <laughs> say he was bad. He just said, I don't like playing basketball no more. It, well, I don't think his knees let him. Like, like yeah, I he... think there's another situation. I think because basketball was not as popular. You have to be a real hardcore basketball fan to watch basketball in the early 2000s, right? There wasn't a lot of parody at all. And it was called the champ is coming out west, and more likely it's the Lakers. Especially (laughs) the fucking out east. Jason Kidd made two finals appearances, but that nigga left the west to go east and made the finals. You look at, you look at them two niggas' game. What the fuck? What Tim Duncan was doing back then was kind of like shit. It's kind of disrespectful to say AD is better than him. Tim Duncan won a ring. What two after his rookie year or his rookie year? Second year. The second second year. Year. And did did he win Finals MVP off that bitch too? It wasn't yes. like he was carried by David Robinson. He literally won Finals MVP. Now you can talk about the Spurs low key play. You know, hey David Robinson injured. Let's take get did Tim Duncan. We can be unstoppable. But you know that's neither here nor there. It's crazy when you look at because other than small forward and other than center. The power forward, shooting guard, and point guard spot in the NBA, the top three in those spots, there is leaps and bounds a bit ahead of the number two. Like, I think Magic is leaps and bounds ahead of Steph Curry. Steph Curry is just the greatest shooter of all time. But in terms of what you consider a point guard, I don't think we ever see Magic Johnson again, right? Michael Jordan is the fucking GOAT. In a six-year span, nobody touched him. Can't say that about nobody else in the league. In a six-year span, there was nobody to check him, nobody to beat his team, nobody to even get close to beat his team. When he entered the finals, it was a guaranteed W. Six games. <laughs> Within six games, <laughs> it was a guaranteed fucking W. That man literally saw Scottie Pippen not have a back and say, I'm ending this. <laughs> right. The nigga, look, bro, this is one of the craziest things I heard, too. The nigga literally decided, I'm just going to lift weights. And the whole league was like, bro, what the fuck? Why is Michael Jordan lifting weights? Like, you can go look that shit up. Michael Jordan decided to say, I'm going to lift weights, and the whole league got scared, bro. Like, there is nothing that, like, you can tell me that's nobody better than him in a power forward spot. And so I, I don't know why I bring that conversation up. Because one, basketball is kind of eh. But two, 
it, it, it was a weird discord on Twitter. I didn't jump in because, like, I don't jump in in those conversations, mind you, because I'm young, and my young ass can't tell you the difference between Shaq and, and Tim Duncan during that time. I didn't live to see it. I think it's disrespectful if I even go into that conversation. Like, to, for me, because I'm, I'm a bigger Tim Duncan fan than Shaq, so of course I live toward the Tim Duncan side. But if somebody bring me Shaq final stat, what the fuck I'm going to compare that shit to? <laughs> what the fuck I'm going to compare that shit to? And I think the nigga almost averaged a quadruple double in that bitch, bro. So, like, you, you with blocks. Who else doing that shit with blocks? But, like, you can't. It, it was weird, bro. But next combo. I just had to get that out. But yeah, so, uh, so yeah, so Lakers might stay safe at seven. We'll move on from there. Uh, oh yes, six man of the year. So, uh, so it's pretty much we're getting a little, we're getting a little battle here. Derrick Rose might be making his case. Um, and of course, we from Chicago, we want that case to happen. But Jordan Clarkson still very much a thing. And since Donovan Mitchell's been hurt, he's been putting up. Crazy uh, scoring feats in the process. Who is six man? <laughs> Jordan Clarkson. Jordan Clarkson. You're on the number one team in the league. Valid. He beat that shit, and he's a reason that team is number one. One of the bigger reasons that team is number one. A little Rudy Gobert offense and Donovan Mitchell leadership. You get next to Jordan Clarkson. The three reasons why that team is number one. I fucking hate bigging up Rudy Gobert, but. I have seen that nigga block a joking shot. Got my respect. Um, Derrick Rose, man, it's just that is probably the Derrick Rose story too, too inspirational to even talk about. Uh, but he ain't he ain't the six man of the year. Unfortunately, if they get him the six man of the year, I think it's more of a petty award. Like Derrick Rose, you came back from something nobody else in the league can come back from. You barely have a left leg or right leg. I don't fucking know. But congratulations, you six man of the year. I think that would be a disservice to Jordan Clarkson. Even though I don't think there should be arguments. Oh, I'm six man of the year. Fuck you talking about. But definitely Jordan Clarkson. I don't see nobody else getting that joint. Hold on. I'm trying to uh, pull up comparison stats between them right now. All right, so twenty is it? Hopefully, this is twenty twenty one. So, yeah, this is twenty twenty one. So as of right now, um, I need field goal percentage. Derrick Rose has the better field goal percentage at forty seven percent. Jordan Clarkson is forty two. Um, Jordan Clarkson has made more and attempted more threes. Jesus fucking Christ! This dude attempted six almost six hundred threes off the bench. Fucking yes. Wild. But the Jazz also, I think, wanted to hire, uh, attempt a lot of threes as a team. That's pretty they, much they that fucking team of the year. Yeah, you know so. the Atlanta Hawks, the the the, the Raptors, sometimes Rocket. That team they're just gonna shoot a whole bunch of threes. Offense look perfect, and then they meet a real contender and get booted within four games. <laughs> and it's gonna be funny. It's as called called that ball ain't falling in the hoop. That's what it's called. <laughs> but, it's called so. they met a superstar. <laughs> Never forget LeBron told that was a fucking error in basketball. I just seen the, I just watched Gee, that each time I see highlights of that series, bro. LeBron did something different to win that game. Every game he did something different. Now that floater is the two things: the floater 
or that game in which he just hit fucking fatal. fadeaway shots. The nigga was hitting fade. Every shot was a fucking fadeaway. I'm like, nigga, what did y'all say to this man? <laughs> what the fuck? But no, the funniest meme was that rock, that, that fucking comment with LeBron's face coming down on the dinosaur. Like, I, I fucking cry every time. <laughs> man, I always saw it on Twitter. Man, like, G, right. that was that was a classic, G, because I I cried that day, G. I cried. <laughs> but yeah, so proceeded. LeBron uh, against the Celtics for an entire series. That's evil. Very evil. He averaged thirty five points or some shit like that. He did. Nigga, he didn't have to do that. He did. He had Kyrie as well. He didn't so, have to average thirty five. He didn't have to average thirty. He didn't have to average twenty two. The fucking Raptors suck. <laughs> That shit's so crazy, bro. But, yeah, so, continuing, uh, Derrick Rose has the higher field goal, three-point field goal percentage at 38% to, 30, to uh, Clark's 34. Derrick Rose, Rose is shooting that. He probably shooting the – this is probably his best three-point percentage ever. Probably. But, but he's Derrick also Rose, shooting at a lower clip. He doing that at a lower clip, but he also playing mostly in the mid-range. I know that for sure. Even though Derrick Rose is playing really good basketball, if you're watching this game without falling asleep – it's a real good basketball Derrick Rose playing, though. Yeah. Really good. Um, Clarkson has more rebounds. Clarkson has a better – I'm pretty sure he leads every other stat, except for probably assists and, right. and percentage. Uh, Derrick Rose has assists. He has less turnovers. Surprisingly, Jordan Clarkson has more steals. The, Derrick Rose has more blocks, and Clarkson has more points. I still go – at that point, it's, even though it's oddly similar, except for like uh, points per game, you look at you look at the what's the standards on the team. The Knicks, Knicks are like what? yeah. Derrick Rose has the power of the Knicks narrative on his side. He do, but I think the Knicks narrative is going to help Julius Randle and Tom Thibodeau more in those type of award races than it is going Derrick Rose in the six man a year race. Yeah, because he didn't even get there. They were still, they were. Yeah, he yeah, got there in the middle of the season, too. Yeah, yeah, he didn't get him until, like, February. Like, the end of February. Yeah, yeah remember, his ass was rocking on Detroit for most of the year. So Half the year. Half the year. <laughs> well, if you even want to call it half, because the league started in December. But he still didn't get that within, you know, the time frame. Um, I think Jordan Clarkson has been there from the beginning. That team been playing good whenever the Lakers decide to start having injuries. So, you know, I – it goes to – like when you if you talking to coach of the year, hell yeah, the Knicks narrative probably went through all that, right? If he in conversation for it, which I believe he should be. He should do not be. give that it's shit to Steve him. Nash. It's, it's do between... not give that shit to um Doc Rivers. The damn sh- well, you probably give him to the Jazz. I think players. Doc Rivers might be in the conversation. Maybe Doc is gonna be in the conversation. Be in no conversation to his ass though and get to a fucking conference finals again. That's on the hood. <laughs> damn, <laughs> so I, I, I don't believe shit. There's a good chance them niggas will. There's a good chance that Philly will lose in the fucking first round, depending and on who the fuck they go. Something's gonna happen. We've been saying that for years. But the Boston Celtics you, still wax their ass. But now you have a better coach. They've been playing a lot better this season too. No, nah, and they got a really good fucking roster that probably wins them a championship, especially if they beat the Nets. But I will say this: that Knicks narrative. You took a team that was a fucking laughing stock for a whole lot, a fucking whole decade to a fucking good five four seed of just straight good defense and fucking basketball. 
and they had what, a really the best impactful player being Julius Randle. And a second best player being fucking Derrick Rose. Off the bench. Off of the bench. You can nigga, they got Toss Gibson playing rotational minutes. You can't tell me that ain't coaching the year shit, bro. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't tell me that ain't coaching the year shit at all. Like, you can't tell me that ain't, bro. Like he like Tibbs has a valid case. Like he has a very valid case. So I can't, if Tim's going to win coach, I think that's disrespectful. Julius Randle, of course, he moved, he wins most improved player. You a Nick, but like man, because how many coaches they've been through in like the last like four years? They I don't know. I knew Derek Fisher was a fucking coach, so that was a very nasty time. <laughs> you can't give it to Steve Nash because the nigga playing with Katie, Kyrie, and James Harden. You winning games regardless. The fucking offense is passing to KD. Like, the fuck? But, like, give it to Ramadan Kyrie. Talking about Ramadan Kyrie. But, yeah. I get what you mean, but... The the Chicago and me just wants Derrick Rose to get that award, G. Hell, yeah. The Chicago and me want to get the award, too. Chicago and me want me... Want want to see... uh, wants to see fucking Anthony Davis win another championship until he retired, but who knows if that shit going to happen. Very valid. All right. Um, also, uh, oh, yeah, last thing on basketball. Thoughts on the upcoming Hall of Fame uh, class um, this weekend? Kobe, uh, posthumously, KG and Tim Duncan are getting inducted into the Hall of Fame. I think it's a few other people. And I don't want to be all the same class of all time. Easily. Absolutely. The amount of championships just between fucking Tim Duncan and Kobe alone in the Hall of Fame class is crazy. So. But yeah, so thoughts on Michael Jordan's honor and Kobe. I know. Along with his wife. Along with his wife, of course. Yeah. Um, It should be good. It should be good. It should be very a tearjerker in every sense. Um, because it's, it's, I believe it's just going to be good. Um, I don't even know what to say. It's going to be hard to watch because the amount of Kobe highlights we're going to fucking see again. It's just going to be hard to watch. Um, seeing freaking Michael Jordan cry again going to probably be hard to watch. His wife. Um, Need even cry that much from the Russians. Let me quit. Um, no, but seriously, it's gonna be good. But yeah, it's gonna be a good one. Definitely gonna tune in. I normally don't tune in live to the Hall of Fame, but this is one I'm definitely. Gee, the White Sox are putting up points right now. Jesus Christ! But uh, how your fantasy baseball league going? You mean my uh on my on the show? Oh, oh no! I'm talking about no your fantasy baseball league. Like you got a fantasy basketball league. I don't. I don't. Do, I, don't I have. Gee, I I did fantasy you know, baseball one time. You know, the RBIs, man. <laughs> Yo, I did fantasy baseball when I was a kid, at like twelve, eleven or twelve years old. I did it. Drafted the team. Didn't know who was on the team besides Alex Rodriguez and Derek Jeter, and I still won without paying attention. Damn, for real. 
exactly. I was like, gee, I forgot, like, after All-Star Weekend, I looked, I'm like, oh, I won. See? Like, baseball is pretty damn easy, but I wouldn't do it because I don't, I, I'm a casual baseball viewer. But, yeah, so shout out to this Hall of Fame class. Definitely one of the best ever. Um, Next year, as long as they don't put fucking Paul Pierce's first ballot, I'm, I'm satisfied. Yeah, you know. Always, it's always Is he a first, first ballot Hall of Fame of Paul Pierce? It don't even no. sound right. I don't. I, I take my out by bias out of it. He probably is. I don't know. Unfortunately, I blame Kevin still, Garnett. Oh, they're still denying Chris Bosh, and they got the same. Chris Bosh got more rings than him. I don't know. I don't That's know. The, and, well, I don't think they didn't want. It'd been weird to put Chris Bosh in his class, because <laughs> he. No, he, I definitely would have. He don't fit the motif, but shit. Yeah, that that's just the thing. He just didn't fit the motif. They're like, yeah. Because this draft, I mean, this Hall of Fame class represents literally early 2000s. An era in basketball. Yeah, like the early 2000s, you have literally the KG being one of the uh, best power fours, uh, Tim Duncan being the, probably one of the best big men, not even just powerful, one of the best big men and one of the biggest champions of that time, and Kobe being one of the faces of that other league. Until you rape that bitch, but allegedly. But either way, one of the faces of the league. Like, it makes sense if you try to say, all right, let's throw Chris Bosch in there. It's like, yeah, I man, don't. <laughs> don't look right. So I ain't mad at it. Um, but yeah, so shout out to uh, this Hall of Fame class. Make sure y'all check out the Hall of Fame. Uh, it's going to be a tearjerker, like Trail said. It's going to be great. Um, UFC. So, Daytra, I'll let you slide with that. Please tell me the number. I lost track, but I could easily pull that up because of Google. I'm going to say 265. Uh, you, you're way off. Um, 262. I'm almost close, bro. 262. I'm almost close. All right, so look, check it. Two sixty-two, probably one of would would have been the most important UFC bout, but one of the um the uh I mean cards, but one of the uh chip I mean uh Kobe events got what's that called um removed and pushed till June, which will probably be on the Izzy card, which is really good. Um. But so your T two sixty two is going to be a really good um, uh, event. The deepest division uh, is going to have a title fight, which is the lightweight division. Is the deepest division in mixed martial art right now. You got Michael Chandler, the the typical white boy, versus Charles Oliveira, a really good Brazilian, <laughs> um, and they're going to go at it. Michael Chandler coming from Bellator. Uh, knocked out. Um, oh, what's his name? Um, I forget his name. He got one of the white niggas' names too. But he knocked that dude out. Got him a title shot. Uh, reason it's not against Dustin Poirier is because Dustin Poirier wanted Conor McGregor for a future event. So um, yeah, and then you got Charles Oliveira, who just destroyed one of the people on the card. In uh, Tony Ferguson, just destroyed Tony Ferguson for all what was it? Either three or five rounds, 
um, and he deserves a title shot. Charles Oliveira has been in the UFC for 11 years. And this is his first title shot. Damn. Um, so congratulations to him. Crazy story. Um, then Tony Ferguson is going against Benil uh, Dariush, um, which should probably be the since um, Leon Everett and Nate Diaz, which probably would have sold, bro, they would have sold so much if Nate Diaz was on his car, bro. But uh, Nate Diaz has the fucking skin of goddamn orange juice in which he get touched. He probably got a, a cut deep as fuck. So, um, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, he wasn't able to, he had to pull out for an undisclosed injury. And that's how it tends. He got elbowed by a teammate. And that fucking gash was a gash. Um, but you got Tony Ferguson versus Bill Dalyus. Tony Ferguson, probably his last fight in the UFC if he loses again. Mm. And if he was the convincingly again to fucking Belio Darius, but who knows? Tony Ferguson was one of the greats, but supposed to go against Khabib, but that fight can never happen. Then you got a bantamweight fight with Matthew Christopher Chanel versus uh, this other nigga. Um, look, I'm look. Don't know too much about it, but everybody said that fight supposed to be cold. You got Kate Cotahagen versus uh, this other woman. Don't know too much about it, but the fight gonna be cold. And this featherweight of Sean Burgos versus Edson Barbosa going to start off the card. That's going to slap. Um, so uh, that's going to be a good event this Saturday. I will watch it. Now we should probably do a a thing in which we call in which you call buy, skip, or a legend when it comes to these pay per views, bro. So buy, <laughs> skip, or a legend. This is a buy. It's a buy. Definitely a buy. Getting close to the legend because a, a part got taken out of it, but you want to see Michael Chandler or Charles Oliveira get this belt, so that's a buy. Now, UFC 263, which is happening on June 12th, this is a buy. Like, buy, buy, and then buy some more. This card has Israel Adesanya versus Martin uh, Vittori. Martin. You got that nigga Davison Figueredo versus uh, Brandon Morano. That nigga Davison Figueredo, they literally call that man the god of war. Killing it right now. And then you got Leon Edwards versus Nate Diaz. This is a buy. You buy it. You do not do this shit allegedly. Now, the card after that, which is UFC. UFC. No, that's UFC Fight Night. UFC 264. Let's see. That's that Dustin Poirier and McGregor? Yes. Go ahead, alleged that shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's going to be very hard to allege the Conor McGregor pay per view, but uh, alleged that shit if I was you. But a good fight on there, and it's not happening until July, but a good fight on there is going to be Gilbert Burns versus Stephen Thompson. Other than the McGregor versus Poirier fight, McGregor got five losses now. That nigga looking really pedestrian. But uh, <laughs> definitely, UFC. I will say has been my most enjoyed sport. Basketball will be second. Tennis will be third. Golf will be fourth. <laughs> uh, fucking table tennis will be fifth. And wrestling coming all the way down to 246. So, right under judo. So, um, Olympic judo. So, I don't get to watch that more often. But, um, yeah. And let's talk about this trash shit that involves wrestling. All right, man. So wrestling outside of Monday Night Raw has been decent. 
But Monday Night Raw not being good is not good for wrestling either. Let's put it that way because... Can we skip Monday Night Raw, please? We are Can not we going to talk about Monday Night Raw. We're going to talk about... We're just going to go ahead and preview Backlash 2021. But I will also... But let's also talk about SmackDown because SmackDown was really good this past Before week. Before we even talk about the whole thing, I need to ask you a title or something. In recent history, who has had a better run on SmackDown than Roman Reigns? Recent nope. History. Nobody. In recent history. In recent history, nobody. In the last, at least the last couple years, I would say AJ. AJ, AJ, AJ definitely. AJ deserves it. For that, I would say. Daniel Bryan, Eco Championship. Him. Yeah. That was a, de- that was a decent. That's still run. during the AJ run, so that still counted. That was, um, uh, in this era. And I'm not just. Well, I can even say just a SmackDown in general, or just SmackDown, SmackDown in, general. in general. You can say star. Because you got the Cena when he came back, and he went against AJ, but that's still kind of like AJ when he was running. The, he was the uh, the face that ran the place. Um, uh, oh, the Usos tag one. The Usos. I was I'm talking about like singles, nigga. Oh, singles. Um. Hey. Before that, it's kind of hard to say because AJ was the AJ was one. AJ was one of them, right? Because this was after the brand split. Yeah, that's why it's hard to say because the brand was was basically conjoined for before twenty sixteen. It was like an after raw type shit. Yeah. Um, because because you know they had the edge. I was still say you could still say before that Dan Ryan because before when Dan Ryan was getting his original world title runs, he was the the main guy. I don't, but I don't think a lot of niggas come close to his Roman run, bro. Yeah. Like I think AJ AJ was good. AJ, AJ, AJ was good. I loved AJ run. It was great. May SmackDown must see. But you also had that new A SmackDown 6 where AJ was done with Kevin Owens and all that type of shit. Mm-hmm. This shit right here, niggas watching SmackDown just for Roman. Damn. That shit crazy, bro. Roman, yeah. That Different breed, G. <laughs> Either that shit, I am so fucking proud of Roman, bro. Like, I haven't been this much of a fan of Roman since he was Superman punching everybody like he was mini Cena, bro. And then he beat the Undertaker, and I got mad. But <laughs> it was more because that match was ass more than anything. I said that match was just ass altogether. Well, yes, that match was terrible. And the, um, the Triple H main event, horrible. Was it that that was one of the worst WrestleManias in recent history? That shit was just bad. Still that was the one in Texas. Yeah, yes. that was. 30, 32? I don't fucking know. I know it's deserves it deserves a trash. That's what that motherfucker was. But uh, <laughs> Zaro, you should have waited. Cause he would seem more like an organic baby face. But now this nigga about to get his ass beat. Shout out to him getting the championship, you know, type joint. And I wouldn't be mad if they do the quick Cesaro win for like one week type joint. I would love that. I, I would absolutely be mad. love that. I wouldn't be mad at it. And then he just sit there, Roman be like, look, man. Roman like, I want my title back now. And beat his ass <laughs> up and down, smack down and say, This is my house. You no longer be here since Cesaro back to NXT. He's gonna tear that's the whole SmackDown set down until he get that title back. <laughs> he, gonna, he, gonna, he gonna go to that fucking ball head nigga 
you gonna make me do shit. I don't want to do it. <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, but let's go ahead. But it, nah, but yeah, but SmackDown this past week was actually decent. Uh, Jimmy came back, and uh, the most notable thing to come out of that was Jimmy saying, "I ain't no bitch." Never I will be no bitch. Video proof of that exact scene too. Still had it. And, and that was my prediction that he was gonna come back and he's still gonna be the rebellious one out of the group. Now I kinda still think in some way, shape, or form he's going to fall in line, so to speak. But I just feel like he's gonna be the one that he's not gonna be like, you know, like he said, you're not gonna be talking to me the way you talk to my brother. And then, you know, in regards to his brother. You know, are you going to keep letting them treat you like a lackey instead of let, letting them treat you like, you know, he ain't treating you like family mm-hmm. should treat you. So it's, it's going to be a very interesting dynamic with that entire group. Like, I, I, I still got a prediction. I think Jimmy and Jay are actually going to get into it and actually have a real feud at some point. Even if it's just short term, I think they're going to, like, really get into it at some point. I think it'll be really fun. Um as far as for Roman after Cesaro, I think, as me and Chris have been talking about it, I think Seth might be next after Cesaro going in, leading in the SummerSlam season. Can't make Seth face. But I don't think you have to, though. You definitely have to. Roman, not much of a gangster heel, bro. Definitely. <laughs> Literally, that's the thing. He legit. It's like, it's like with Roman, you can make him. He, he's not ever going to be face. He's just going to be like the Blurred Alliance type guy. A cleaner. Yeah. Right. So he's like, actually, if you really want to compare it to something, he's actually kind of what the Undertaker was. Because the Undertaker, after his American Badass and um, Big Evil gimmick, he was never, it wasn't, like, obviously he was getting cheered and everything because, you know, it's the Undertaker. But he wasn't like, I wouldn't consider his character a face character. You know, he was just, he was the tough guy. He was the force on SmackDown. No, He's even a, when he was American Badass, he was tweener. Big Evil, he was heel. Big shit. Evil was heel, but American Badass was like, was, I would say the American Badass, I'm talking about like the hybrid Undertaker when he came back in 04. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so like he, that's the role he serves in the, on top of being the face of the WWE, that's the role he serves, and it's is working perfectly. That's gonna be him. I can see him doing that the rest of his career. Yeah, because like he could be the hardcore heel and then just be the tweener, where it's just I'm still not necessarily a face. I'm still me. I'm just protecting my damn belt slash family. Because but you're trying to fuck me. I don't over. think Seth necessarily has to turn heel. Not no. Afterwards, you could probably maybe turn him face, but I don't think he has to be a face leading into that. Yeah, like it's you can you it's it's going to take like the smart thing is to just literally just don't make this if they were to go that path with Seth versus uh Roman going towards SummerSlam because you need Roman to have something big for SummerSlam unless you know unless. Brock comes back, and even then, I think it depends what they want to do with Brock. Um, I don't think it's Brock from some interview that Paul Heyman had recently. He said yeah. Brock isn't interested, so I think they're definitely saving Brock for Bobby. Probably. I don't see Brock going Bobby either. I don't see Brock until crowds are 100%. So that's August, maybe. That's SummerSlam. I know that's SummerSlam, but August, and who knows if they go touring 
after that. I don't see Brock doing it unless they tore him. I think yeah. Brock went out on his shield. I think Brock is done. Personally, me. I think Brock is done unless you're doing money fights. So, and I don't think there's any fights out there that interest Brock because Bad Bunny is on tour right now. So, I don't think you can do a Bad Bunny v. Brock at the moment. Bro, if... <laughs> Y'all laughing. I'm, I'm, I'm dead ass. I'm dead ass. Bunny, Bad Bunny versus Brock selling out arenas, my nigga. It what? is. I would say this is a this just is the a, image. G, it's the image of that nigga Brock slinging that nigga <laughs> across the ring. Look at him like Canadian destroyer, huh? <laughs> but I think this is this is it's a good place. Like WWE doesn't necessarily need Brock right now. It hasn't been like that in in about five years where they you know Brock hasn't been. A part of the show in some way, shape, or form. So it, I don't necessarily think they need him to do anything right now. And if he does, you know, if this is it for him, you know, what a fucking career. Because nobody has done it like Brock Lesnar. Exactly. Probably never will be unless, you know, Earth 2 Brock Lesnar comes around and says, yeah, it's my turn. But Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the reincarnate of Brock, which, hey, hey, man. Throw Brock a bag and say, just manage this little nigga G. <laughs> be like, uh, be like, this is my fake son, G. It'd be hilarious as hell, G. I need that. But um, but yeah, so SmackDown was decent. They had a multi-man tag team match. It was decent. Uh and then Cesaro ended the show by beating up the fam uh the family because oh, Jimmy oh, was being rebellious. So overall it was a decent raw. Oh, and uh Bailey and Sasha's uh, uh, promo was pretty decent as well. But let's go ahead and go into uh, our backlash preview. Um, we have one, two, three, four, f- six confirmed matches as of right now. Uh, let's go ahead. Match one Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre versus Braun Strowman. Um, Bobby Lashley wins. Braun's eating the pen. Well, eating. Tapped out one of the two. Yep, same. No, definitely same. Yeah. So, take that L. Um, Bianca Belair versus Bailey. This is going to be a really freaking great match. Um, Bailey kind of has been on a slight hiatus in terms of in ring action. Like she's been on promo and TV, but in ring action, while she hasn't been around that much, but um. Her and Bianca has a decent chemistry because they, uh, even before Bianca won the Royal Rumble, shit was on a good run. Uh, so this is going to be a good match. That's for the belt. Bianca retains. Definitely. Yeah, Bianca retains. Or Sasha, because she hasn't been back since after Mania, uh, she interferes and we start getting rolled to uh, a back and forth between the three of them. Cool. See that. I can see it too. Who knows, man? Who knows? Um, we can get a triple threat at SummerSlam or the paper and one in the bank. We can get a triple threat of money in the bank. Possible. Uh, we'll see. Some, something interesting going on with that. Um, Then Rhea Ripley versus Oscar versus Charlotte. Triple threat. I'm at both Raw's main belts for the sexes. 
involve triple threat matches, but I would I, say that the women's one is more entertaining because we kind of suspected that that Braun Bobby and Drew gonna gonna get thrown. Well, women's game. one is entertaining until you find out where Ripley ain't no damn chemistry with Oscar. I'm going to say this. I think Charlotte wins. You think Charlotte wins? Get the belt back? I don't think they get Charlotte the belt. I don't think they get Charlotte the belt. I think where Ripley holds on to this belt for a while. Keep that gimmick until like Shayna or somebody take it off of. Or somebody come from SmackDown or Raw. But for the most part, where Ripley keeps that belt. A NXT call up or something. Very really? much possible, but I'm sticking with Charlotte. Um, Tyler, who you got? Uh, I'm I'm gonna stick with, with Rhea Ripley. I don't really think they should take the belt off Rhea Ripley so early. I don't think they, you know, get it, give the character, you know, more time to go. Man, definitely. If Charlotte it. does take it off her, I think she might be. She could be in another transitional champion to who situation. It could, like I said, like Alexa, it could be, you know, leading up to Alexa Bliss taking the belt off, you know, either one. But if that's the case, you gotta, that, if that's the case, then I'm keeping the belt on Rhea. <laughs> right. That's why I think it's from, you keep it on her and they probably end up meeting up somewhere down the line. But also, I think, but I think it will honestly, because if, I think Charlotte winning is my hot take. But um, if Rare retains, if for Alexa Bliss' sake, you're not doing all this unless you're either going after Rare Ripley or Charlotte. Because I think Oscar's going to probably take a little break after this. She's due. Like she's literally been a she's been a workhorse all year for a year straight since the moment she got the belt. So, so I think if that's the case. Charlotte is going to have to deal with make a also demon. I think a, a vignette to, sorry to kind of backtrack a little bit but I think a vignette for um for killer I mean Karrion Cross and uh and Scarlett Bordeaux showed up on um on Raw too so there's possibly killer cross you know he might work with somebody I would shoot somebody Keep it right there. Enough. I would shoot somebody. I don't think it's, it's for him to get moved up officially, but I think it's that Raw needs something interesting to happen. They don't have. He ain't it, I, bro. Look, they talk about Velveteen. Uh, okay. Nah, I don't need another skinhead on my roster, man. Yeah, like I get what you mean, Tyler, but in ring wise, that nigga's yeah, very. St- that nigga still, yeah. Like yeah, I would love to see his wife prance around uh and all of that. That's that's a lovely sight. But I'm kinda good. Yeah, and plus I think they they probably shouldn't do Finn versus Karen Cross too at um in your house next month. Yeah, they definitely don't no that I think they got a title match next week. Next week. Mm. No, it's um it's uh No, nah, it wasn't no that that thing they had on in your house, uh whatchamacallit. Yeah, it's probably not official yet. Let's just put it that way. It's, yeah, it's official. It's because on Twitter. They Twitter. Twitter said it. Oh, it's official. I don't think they're going to in your house. So, you know, fine. I think Finn has definitely outgrown the NXT brand again. Yeah, that's why I, I think, think Finn. His, to... He was having a Roman type run on NXT. Yep. Shit, he was having a run, bro. 
Like Finn needs Finn needs to be on Raw Expeditious. Bad. Fucking horrible. Take, hey, they already got a story with Bobby. So take the belt off him. Call it day. Yeah. Um to go back to the uh to the pay per view card, uh the next what's the next match? Uh <laughs> the tag team match between I'm not calling them niggas the dirty dogs. Like, you niggas are not cute, cute dogs. Uh, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode and Ray and Dominic. Ray and Dominic. There's no reason to keep the belts on Roode and Ziggler no more. They've, you know, been placeholders for long enough. You know, they're going to give Ray and Dominic. The funny thing about this, them saying, like, they're going to be the first father and son to win a tag team title together, they're probably going to be the only father and son to do that shit. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's, you know, just me thinking about it. So they're probably going to be the only ones because I don't know no other father and son, you know, wrestlers that are wrestling together or have wrestled together. Valid. Ain't going to mean much because uh, uh, Uso is going to super kick them niggas to God, good. but. Mm-hmm. I, but yeah, it's a nice little thing. Thank you, Ray Mysterio. You know, but uh, yeah, Ray and Dominic gets it just so it, we can finally at least the Usos getting it, putting themselves back in the tag team title picture. So, and plus, I I, I just kind of need the Roman dropping bars on Ray and Dominic. And just say, nigga, your family ain't shit to my family. I just need that promo. And it's yeah. been escaping us for most of this year. Yeah. All right, cool. Next, um, Damian Priest versus The Miz in a l- most random lumberjack match ever. Damian Priest. Yeah, Damian Priest. That's another Priest. nigga who can be a title show. Um,. We also forget Alistair Black is coming back for SmackDown, so that's another nigga who can see a title soon. Mm-hmm. Especially the IC title, because that kind of Apollo, his African regime, kind of threw that down a tad bit. But, <laughs> my African regime. <laughs> that nigga, he had that big nigga literally poking niggas in the neck, G. Come on, man. <laughs> what they called it. They literally took the Samoan spike and just replaced Samoan with Nigerian. Nigerian nail. Oh, well. But what the fuck? the same fucking poop. <laughs> that shit sound a little racist. We ain't, ain't go old, y'all. <laughs> that shit sound a tad bit racist. I didn't even know that nigga shit was called the Nigerian nail. Yeah, he, he said, oh my God, it's the Nigerian nail. I'm like. <laughs> that shit sound like a name. <laughs> Nigerian nails. It's the WCW name right there. I have a feeling if I was to look that up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Peacock, hurry up and upload the damn WCW's Nitro so I can continue my uh my rewatch for uh, content reasons. Um, but yeah, so Damian Priest over the Miz, no big deal here. Um, then we have the main event: Roman versus Cesaro. Uh. I think we all in agreement that Roman wins. This will be a very good match. Or it's going to be Roman just beating the dog shit out this nigga. I'm gonna With go a slight possibility that Cesaro comes off of an upset. Yeah, I'm going to go with Cesaro. Yeah, I'm going to go with Cesaro. Yeah, I'm going to go with Cesaro. Yeah, I'm going to go with Cesaro.
Yeah, slight possibility of Cesaro comes off with an offset. But who knows? The who hottest knows? take I can say with this match is if he does come up with an upset, it's because Jimmy tried to try to get involved one way or another and he messed up somehow. Or did it on purpose. But it might not go that way. But I, I wouldn't if if Cesaro does get some type of upset, I wouldn't mind it. Probably literally only gonna be for like a week. A week, maybe two. It'd be funny. It was like two weeks. Roman takes a week off, but then he put drops a little uh video on the treadmill saying, "Yeah, I'm letting you just bask in your." Y'all, hey, Superman. <laughs> All right, we gonna see. <laughs> he said, "Let you bask in your greatness a little bit. Let you spin around, you know, twirl with the belt because I'm coming for my shit back." And I'm gonna twirl you. It's gonna be hilarious as hell. So I'm for it. I'm definitely for it. But um, I still think Roman just beats the shit out of this man. While talking some grade A shit at the same time. Roman so. Carter came back, dropped 18, 7, and 11 off the bench with two steals and two blocks. Y'all go here and polish that championship up for the niggas, man. <laughs> go here and polish that championship up for the niggas, man. That's it. That's checkmate, bro. Like don't laugh. I don't know how you beat that. I don't know how you beat that. That's a that's a good that's a good two peat right there, bro. There's gonna be few teams who can beat that shit coming up, dude. Might as well call it. Bro, that dude came off a bad hamstring and said, yeah man, slight work. Off the bench. (laughs) Who do they play again? Probably not. <laughs> no, they played the Spurs. Shit does not matter. Yeah. And they came up definitely and practice the shit out of that. But uh, back to um, backlash. You know, I think it'll be a really good pay per view for WWE, uh, a solid one. Not about to have high expectations. Not about to have low expectations. But I think it'd be a good pay per view for them. Um. But yeah, yeah. I think it's gonna be a predictable pay per view. Very. The last match of the night definitely probably go to Damian Priest and the Miz. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they probably gonna add maybe one, maybe two more matches. I probably probably just one. I think they they either gonna add a U.S. title match or they gonna add a uh, Intercontinental title match. One of the two. Yeah. I would say it's probably going to be Sheamus versus Humberto Carrillo, but he supposedly got hurt on Raw on this past Monday, some type of knee injury. Sheamus fell on his on his leg or something like that. So who knows? That's a, that's a big motherfucker fall on your leg too. So, so we'll see where that goes. Unfortunately, um, Sheamus, I had get niggas hurt. Um, moving on, Daniel Bryan's future. He's currently not under contract by WWE. Um, Niggas thought he was going to AEW because Cody Rhodes he has a big announcement. Cap, huh. Cap, it's a big announcement. Was niggas. it supposed to be a big announcement today? Yeah, and he he's fighting some nigga I never heard of. So shout bro, Cody like Rhodes. I'm not these normal scam likely, bro. I'm scammed for sure. Scammed you niggas, scammed you niggas for ratings, my nigga. Fall for that shit again. Stop. Yeah. But yeah, so Daniel Bryan, uh. Is not under contract. Um, 
He's in the alumni section of the WWE page. Mugs don't know what, what's going on, but all I'm going to say is that nigga's about to take a nice little break, and he's going to be on Raw before SummerSlam. Yep. I don't know. Probably go to NXT. If we don't go to NXT. Raw needs him more, though. Not even just like just to be on the show. They need him producing-wise, too, because Raw is the writing and producing has been fucking terrible. I don't know. I can see him be AEW soon. And I'm not if even AEW, If AEW got the money to pay that, man, that nigga know it's worth. Yeah, but still, some new better matches. You're OG. Not going to be a trainer schedule. I can see him at AEW. The money thing is going to come regardless. Um, sometimes wrestlers just want something fresh, you know? Yeah, yeah which he's right. been talking about, too. You know, he just want he's want to cross some stuff off for the end of his career. Yeah, it could happen. We could see. But either way, um, whatever happens, happens. But all I know is uh, he's the GOAT. Oh, there, there's, you can't count on your hands any better wrestlers than him in the world still at his age. So he go to AEW, I definitely will be tuning in more than I already do. And that's not a cap. Same. I definitely agree. Because, honestly, I just don't really pay attention to much. But does AEW do anything interesting uh, in the past couple of weeks since we last yeah. recorded? The Blood and Guts match was interesting in itself. Classic AEW death match. Good match in itself. Well, I won't say good. Entertaining match. Because when it's like literally, it left up to his name. Huh? Nah, Blood and Guts, we just haven't recorded with Blood and Guts as a thing. Yeah. So, entertaining match. Respect. Shout out to Chris Jericho falling on uh, protective crash plates. Shout out to him having to explain himself to niggas he don't have to explain himself to. Exactly. That's that company in a nutshell. Oh, yeah. I think AEW been doing really good lately. Uh, Don't watch it as much. Still fight that nigga who raps when he comes to the ring. Fuck that shit. (laughs) Uh, That shit. Corny as fuck. They got an AEWR truth. Man, that shit fucking ass, dog. Speaking of rapping. <laughs> only people who like it is British niggas, bro. And I don't take their opinion seriously. So. <laughs> that was a good show, isn't it? <laughs> good show, Governor. <laughs> but, but, good show. Charlie, good show. But but speak, speaking of rapping. Uh, NXT <laughs> shout out <laughs> and this is going to lead to a little discussion before we close that out do not belong in fucking wrestling in a discussion <laughs> that, that's, that's corny it, it, it just don't it worked for our truth because he actually raps all together and he's actually funny as hell but look man I respect Isaiah Swerve G yeah respect a really good wrestler Really good wrestler. I'm glad you have a, your own black faction, G. It's good to see. It's good to see that you picked off Leon Ruff with them niggas. But, G, Tyler, go ahead and say that name. Now, listen closely. Hit Row Records. Say that one more time. Hit H-I-T Row Records. My man's is on straight weird shit. Back to definitely. Look, man. 
I'm gonna really be mad if the big dude in the group does not have any type of Suge Knight energy, because you cannot be the Suge of the group and not put niggas in a body bag when you get in the ring. I need him to allegedly give niggas HIV. Right. Uh. <laughs> and then also, uh, before before we close out, because this is back to horrible names, uh, we got the return of the modern day Mahaharaja of Jinder uh, Mahal, and he has a crew of big niggas. Uh, but one of the names. <laughs> What's one of their names? Beer and Shanky. But WWE can't keep fucking everything is so fucking corny, dog. Shanky. That nigga don't even got a knife tattooed on. Can't believe it. Is this what the fuck you look like, nigga? Piece of shit! This look like some shit! Come on. I need whoever. Vince McMahon is out of... is probably... Oh, shake it. <laughs> yeah, whatever. This big man needs to stay away from the name naming process at this point, G. Oh, you, the you look you looked at he looked at a grown ass man, a a huge grown Middle Eastern nigga, and said, I'm calling you Shanky. This is them times where I need Triple H Steph or even Stephanie or uh Shane to be like Get him out the room. It's it's time. Like he can stick around to like make final decisions. That's fine. But gee, this is one of those times where it's like he his creativity needs to be yanked. But the name Shanky is very outrageous for a grown ass man. I'm not for it. I can't take the group seriously now. Because it kind of sucks. But uh, shout out to Drew McIntyre also saying that he would like to work a program with uh, the modern day Mahalaraja, Jenny Mahal. So he might have something to do after Bobby chokes him or Braun out again. So Cool, cool, cool with all that. Uh, cool with, with um, um, them, you know, wrestling and all that type of shit and and everything. Don't get Jinder Mahal that belt back. Please don't. That's all I... Literally. Keep him away from the main event scene. Please. You can have him do something with Sheamus. I don't care. But... Keep him far away from the main event scene. But he can have fun with Drew. He can have fun with Sheamus. He can have fun with fucking Shelton Benjamin for all I give a fuck. Keep him away from that main event scene. Or you gonna see... The raw rate has crashed to levels that we had never seen before. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I will say. So, but mm-hmm. let's go ahead and wrap this episode up. We appreciate you niggas for listening. As always, make sure you follow us on Twitter at 3s from the ring, 3s from the ring. Greatly appreciate the support. As always, make sure you copy some merch at www.utweakingmedia.net. Still got free shipping going on. Put in the promo code UTM Ships if you and uh, ten dollars off UTM Labs ten. We appreciate all the support. Make sure you, uh, if you're watching us, like, comment, subscribe on YouTube and subscribe and share. Uh, and make sure you check out all the podcasts we got going on on the YouTube channel. Plus, 
Cam's uh, game commentary on Returnal and Near Replicant. Also, if you listen to us on the Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Pod, all of that good stuff, make sure you comment, share, subscribe, follow, whichever one it is. And unlike Joe Budden's podcast where he's uh where he scams his own friends, we don't do that here on Utweaking Media. But at the same time, once the money comes in, I can't give a guarantee of that. So, but at the same time, support us either way. <laughs> Look, man, I'm going to throw that joke in every podcast this week just for LOLs. But either way, we appreciate uh, you guys for listening and all that good stuff. Peace. Peace, everybody. All right, cool.